0: Welcome everybody once again to the Low-Key Podcast I am one of your hosts, Aaron Lanton And as always, I'm joined by Tim Malloy and Keith Denny Today we're going to be doing a review of the first season of One Piece on Netflix Hopefully we get some more um, It's a story about Monkey D. Luffy going out to the seas to become the Power King After Gold D. Rogers executed 20 years earlier Saying that he's left all of his treasure That is the greatest pirate the king of the pirates can be found somewhere he's told the whole world to go find it right before he's executed so it starts off the great pirate era and when we meet luffy who is 19 17 17 19 one or two um he's going out on his adventure to start a crew and become the king of the pirates so it's a really you know typical start to a story this story in particular one piece uh, is is a manga. Uh, that has been transformed into this live-action series, Americanized series. Uh, and yeah, we were really deep in. It's, I would say, our odyssey of our times is pretty, pretty groundbreaking in so many different ways. So I'm very curious to see how Tim and Keith have latched onto this series, if at all, or if they think it doesn't work. Because many times with anime transitions to live action, they absolutely are atrocious. So um, <laughs> let's start with Keith, um, who has started watching some of the anime uh, a while back after I encouraged him forever ago. What did you think of this Netflix
1: series? Um, I don't know. I have a few thoughts. You know, it's, it seems like it's been so long since I watched it. I got to get my mind together. Um, I thought you were gonna start with Tim, so. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, overall, like it was it was pretty enjoyable, you know. Um, it 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 made me feel like I, I was watching One Piece like for the first time ever. Which, like to your point, I've watched, I've read some of the manga back when I was a kid, and I've um, seen the anime more recently, which I'm on like episode three hundred and twenty five it's a thousand seventy five episodes up to today right now today yeah Mm -hmm. and um it feel like i barely even scratched the surface at three twenty five but um i don't know it's it's something about it like that i used to always be like why do people like one piece like for real for real why do people like it so much but then you you realize how much of a part has become a part of um popular culture not just anime but just even like um Pop culture in general, you know? Yeah. And and is it's something I think that resonates with a lot of people with the character and stuff like that. Like um me, my wife was constantly joking, talking about how um Luffy is like a walking um I am affirmation, right? Like he just constantly mm-hmm. say, This is what I'm gonna do. You guys are part of my crew, I'm gonna be king of the pirates. Like it's something yeah, that's true. That's true. in the character that's motivational. Which is a is which is in a way is something that you see a lot with anime with more anime shonen type characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, which I yeah think they give fun. they
0: give them motifs. They'll say some outright like with Naruto, it's I'm gonna be, become the Hokage. Right, know,
1: right. Kind of stuff. It's it's always like you you understand. There's there's such a simplicity in just like I understand this person's goal. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, like literally stating their
0: goal out loud very plainly. Like normally you kind of like lean into that as a writer a little bit and you're pilot, but like in a lot of shonen, they'll be like, no, this, like, I'm gonna say it out loud. I'm doing this, I'm gonna right. be the greatest this, so I'm gonna achieve this. And you're gonna watch this is my story
1: to achieve that. Yeah, and it's the journey, of course, that makes it all worthwhile. Re- regardless. Because one thing also that you that you didn't mention is is more so like okay, it's to become king of the pirates. But it's also to find the biggest MacGuffin of all MacGuffins, which is the One Piece. We assume. Yeah. And that's the thing. No one knows what the One Piece
0: is. I guess that's worth right. saying, too. So, so like it, he, it. he said, I left all my treasure in this One Piece. And they didn't say that. It's saying it in the anime, the manga. They don't say it here, which is kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of action. Yeah. But um, the the idea is this, this treasure is like this this unfathomable thing. Like no one knows what it is. But the King of Pirates says it's out there. Go find it.
1: And so um i don't know it's just it's... which which is so mysterious because at the end of the day it could be complete bullshit it really could we still with 27 years and we still don't know right yeah. it's, it's funny me and my wife were watching casper yesterday the, the live action one mm-hmm. and 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 the you know the villains the whole movie are trying to get the treasure that's in the house and and I remember like the treasure gonna be some bullshit that Casper had. And and lo and behold, it was like a glove in a baseball. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. You know, so that's why I always think about the one piece is like, what is the one piece really? Do we because I'm I'm assuming like out of the thousand seventy-seven episodes, we still don't know what it is. We don't but know what so it is that's happened up to that point. And yeah. even even though I haven't watched all of it, but even the growth of the characters and where they you know, go from where you see them at the beginning all the way to what I'm assuming they are now in the anime. And even with the show, you see you see growth within the characters. Everybody has a dream. Everybody has a goal. And I was just very geeked to see them actually go on their journey. And, and even like me and you talked about, even with the anime, it's just good to see certain characters that you like even interact with each other and hang out together. So, yeah, it's good hanging,
0: yeah. yeah. What about you, Tim? What did you think of the show up to this point?
2: Um, I would never have found this if not for you. Um, I was about probably a little bit into the second episode when I went, wait a minute. These are the people who, eat, who Aaron has had as his, like, screensaver for the last two years, right? Yes,
0: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All
2: right. I didn't pick up on any of that. I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> I was like... All right. I get it. So this is not really my thing. Um, I just, I was a little lost. I was a little like, this is so cartoony. I don't get it. Um, But I appreciate like the, the scope of it. I appreciate the craziness of it. It definitely feels like they're just throwing a lot of stuff at you. Mm -hmm. Um, And it sort of starts to coalesce like towards the end of the first episode and starts to make sense. So I don't like hate it or anything. I'm not, you know mad at it in any way but it just coming into it cold was very like what on earth is this yeah it's wow. really yeah it, um, it's it's out <laughs> and i don't know i like pirate stories um monkey d luffy is very very broad and is like very cartoonish and so that took some getting used to mm-hmm. um i like the clown guy i like the the female pirate person she's cool yeah
0: nami yeah mm-hmm.
2: I like the guy with all the swords. He's cool. Zorro.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. And yeah, I, I like that they just do a lot. Like, I, I think it's cool that they just throw a lot of things and it. It's like, if you don't like this, you're going to like this. If you don't like this, you're going <laughs> to like
1: this. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, so,
2: so
0: yeah.
1: fast, man. It, it goes through so finished. much stuff so fast. Wasn't the, wasn't the creator like 17 when he first wrote this? Wow. I mean I think he
0: he was he talked about imagining one piece like I think even earlier in that but I think
1: um well you know that's what it that's so so to that point that's kind of the thing that I appreciate about it 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 literally feels like a childhood story mm-hmm. Yeah. That I'm assuming it develops more and more as the writer grows. Like and the, then it and
0: then it'll be like
1: slavery. You're like, oh shit, okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Well, yeah.
1: So, so like at first it's just it's just this goofy just mishmash of so much different shit, right? Like it's and 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 you like, oh, this is weird. And then like I think when I started to be like, you know what, I can I can rock with one piece was like the Arlisle stuff. When we finally find out that Nami is part of the Alam. Yeah, Alam Pirates, yeah. long Pirates, my bad. And then the Alabaster storylines that come later on. Like the stuff when it goes from we're just playing pirates and going on this grand adventure to like we're toppling down corrupt governments and shit like that. Like, And, and the thing is, like, in a complete innocuous way, like you're not there to do that. But that's right. what ends up happening. It's just like I'm. I'm here. I might as well take down this tyrant. <laughs> it really do be like that, because like, right. the
0: thing is like they're pirates. They're not heroes. Like that's the other thing too. Like they don't like Luffy at no point is like I'm a hero. Like when people try to give him that shit, he's
1: like, eh, don't do that. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but, but, like, but, the, but the other thing about Luffy that's very um, it, it's some about so so this is the thing that I. I would have an issue if this was any other medium of like storytelling, mm-hmm. but in anime type stories, like having a very static character. Mm-hmm. Like if you look at Dragon Ball Z, Goku is a static character. He never really changes. He's just looking to fight people. <laughs> so, so Luffy on one end, I think one of the biggest things that I've always felt like was his, I guess you could say, dogma though something that he lived by is to let is that people should be free people should be free to do whatever it is they do and go after their own dreams and their own aspirations as long as it doesn't i guess in some type of way harm or hurt other people
0: yeah his whole thing is like as long he said and i mean i feel like this show does such a great job quickly of like establishing like what he's about I mean, it does it early in the, the regular version of how the story is told, too. But he's like, I grew up with a dude, Shanks, who basically told me, like, the whole best thing about being a prize is, like, living free mm-hmm. and being able to pursue what you want to do. And, and every time he meets somebody, he's like, hey, what do you want? Mm. What, like, what do you want out of life? Like, what is what brings you joy? Like, what what is your dream? Like, and he he's always curious about people and like what it is they want, like people who are interested in him.
1: Yeah, and, even if it's, even if it's in conflict to him, like you got Kobe that yeah. wants to be a Marine, and he like, Yeah, hey, dude, be a Marine. Like he's you know, like, Bet, do it. <laughs> you know, you and, might try to catch me one day and get that ass whooped, but hey, <laughs> do your thing, you know. Yeah, next time we see each I might be slacking you in the face, but
0: <laughs> this is what you want. So, you know, I'm I'm not trying to get in your way. I thought because the thing is, and, and you find out later uh, that Garp, the guy chasing them early on, it, you know, and they say it's, dude. Th- oh, you know what's crazy? So okay, this is the really funny thing. So Keith, as somebody who, so one thing, Tim, to keep in mind, like it, even as somebody who knows the story, I actually don't know what's happening in the live action show because they're actually doing something is very, very, very different. Yeah, so and this whole thing with like Garp being Luffy's granddad, you find that shit out like
1: way
0: know. later. Like <clears throat> so many, uh, like multiple arcs happen. I think it's like six,
1: seven arcs past where you are now. so you, <laughs> like, find, out, you find that out. You literally, find out like in episode three hundred fifteen. Because I know because oh. I just came across that episode. And in, in this, you find it well, episode like three or four. Like some crazy right, shit, right? Right. So Keith
0: could have had that spoiled if he just happened not to like look, but he hadn't gotten three hundred some episodes. In. He just hadn't happened to look at that. So the show was taking a lot of risk. Um, one thing that's actually different too, it's a ton more bloody at the beginning at least. Like there's blood in it, but when I saw at the beginning, like Alvida hit like bludgeon that guy, I said, "Is that blood on the ground?" Oh <laughs> snap! And then Zoro sliced the dude up like in half that didn't happen now the whole thing now, so the thing that's really interesting is like he makes mention like way later in the story like yeah baroque works tried to you know get up with me but it's like 200 chapters like into the story they never come you don't even heard of baroque works and it comes up in like 10 minutes in this show and i'm telling you somebody who's like a, a you know a regular you know watcher and listener to so i was like, I'm sitting up with me like, why are we talking about Baroque works already? Why is yeah. there somebody from Baroque was in the Navy bar right now? I see him. Why is he there? I don't see him for like a long time. And so it's it's a really fascinating thing where the showrunners have found a way to here's the thing, Tim. I think the whole thing is like, they did four arts in eight episodes. That's crazy. Like, and the thing is if you were going to say, we're going to try to Actually, adapt this entire show. The only way you could do it is literally like do several seasons. It, it in well, see me several arcs in one season. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. Like I'm, I'm so impressed with the the efficiency in which they told the story, but also how quickly they were able to convey certain themes yeah. that are really important to the show. Um, and also take certain characters that really ain't all that important. Generally, like they'll the way they would normally tell stories like Helmeppo and Kobe, like you, they're not main people in in Garp, like all that happens, but like after you meet them at the very beginning, so you meet Kobe and Helmeppo at the beginning, all that happens. Garp's not involved, you don't see they don't meet Garp for a long, long, long time. But what they'll do is like before a uh, chapter begins in the manga, they'll show you a cover story and it'll just literally be one page and it'll give you like an example, like something that's going on. All this stuff with Gar- Kobe and Helmeppo happens in the background. You never, like, sitting down, kicking it with them like that. So, mm-hmm. for Helmeppo, for example, to get all that screen time, what's hilarious, including, like, booty butt cheeks, like, that don't happen in the yeah. manga. Like, there's none of that. So with <laughs> when he was naked
1: with the, with the sword and stuff. Yeah, with
0: all swords. But like, um, Zora did give him that haircut. That did it. So, it's, you, it's, it's just, like, stuff like that they play with a lot. Like, what there's going to be stuff that... Like you definitely remember happening, but then they're gonna splice it with like a new thing
1: somehow. I think, I think if, if, um, I don't know how to say, but uh, one piece, if anything, has a lot of fat in it, like, Mm -hmm. and I think that it can afford to have a lot of trimming of the fat, you know. I agree. There's some things they didn't have to take out that I wish they had kept though. Yeah, there are certain things that I wonder if they kept in there with it for a person who's unfamiliar with One Piece, would they have a better understanding of like certain interactions or certain um, like, you know, motivations and stuff like that. Like even Zorro wanted to fight um, Mihawk. Like as a person who doesn't know much about One Piece, if you come into it and you see this scene and you're like, why does he want to fight this guy so bad? Like, why is it so important? We know he want to be the best swordsman. But why this guy? You know what I'm saying? Well, it's kind of that sudden when you first see it too, though. Like, well, at least at least for me, like I remember watching yeah, and going, huh? I mean, okay, okay. Well, <laughs> like, well, it's kind that of was random shows up in the anime too. Well, because yeah, so, also, also, I don't think he was hired to go get Luffy, you know? He way. wasn't. So, like in in the Tim, I don't, I kind of. There, there are changes they made that I kind of don't
0: love. And, and Tim, I don't know how, de- how How many episodes did you get into it? <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two? So you didn't see this, but there's this dude who's, like, the greatest swordsman in the world guy, whatever. That was, like, episode five or six. And, like, he... Literally, when you meet him in the anime, it's so fucking scary, because, like, they just had this big-ass fight, like, on this floating restaurant. And it was difficult. And Luffy wins... And after he wins, there's this dude on like basically floating on like a few wooden planks, huh. and there's a big ass ship, and somebody was messing with him, and like you just see this kind of happening like right after the big fight, and he just goes, eh, whatever, and just slices the ship like he's just in in on the still on the little wooden planks just floating in the ocean, and just slice <laughs> just just random like oh, I just brings the sword down, whole ship goes in half, and you just go, whoa, wait a minute, He's not gonna fight this dude is he, he don't. But then Zoro's like, I want to fight this guy. I know who this is, this is the greatest swordsman in the world. I'm fighting him right now. <laughs> and the whole point is, he wants to be the greatest swordsman in the world. And he's like, the greatest swordsman in the world is right in front of me. I'm going to kill you. And he's like,
1: Man, and he, okay. pulls he
0: pulls out a little butter knife. He's like, not even a butter knife. I shouldn't say. It's like, it's the tiniest dagger you've ever seen. And he beats Zoro with his three swords with it. And Zoro's oh. so sick about it. But he's like but then he was like okay look uh, you know what i'm gonna slice you with my big ass sword now because you deserve that and (laughs) so he gives him that slice and he says come find me again when you become strong basically and Zoro says i'm never gonna lose again until i beat this guy again he almost dies because of taking those wounds almost doesn't even survive but the dude there's a dude who's on the ship who's this cook he's uh, named sanji he's dedicated to this guy that has this wooden foot and you kind of know like all right what like the guy gives him shit he's like think of like gordon ramsay like it's kind of like his mentor <laughs> but this dude was like used to be like one of the bad ass on the seas but he came to like rob's uh, the ship that Sanji was a cook on is like this nine ten year old kid they get hit with this huge tsunami they get on the, this big rock that can't move like they're in the middle of the ocean like there's nowhere to go he hands Sanji a sack. He's like, man, eat this food. And then Sanji get pissed. He see this bigger bag, the, the this dude has. He's like, man, he's going over there. So they're over there for three months. He's well, eating rotten bread, just trying to deal with it. He's pissed. He's like, I'm gonna go kill this dude. I can't believe he took like this bigger bag. He get over there and He's, t- he's like, why'd you come over here, boy? I told you not to come over here. And, and you know, of course, they like seeing like bolts go by all the I, time. I don't
1: want to watch this, though, man. That's kind of a You beat. might not watch it either. What, what <laughs> is, don't, don't even tell them that story, man. Because it's kind of oh. like, like some stuff is just, it's, it's almost like if you don't see it, it don't even, it don't explaining it, not to cut you out, but explaining it really doesn't give it any justice. Like, it does A
2: thousand episodes of the anime?
1: thousand seventy five oh, is still going. I
0: just watched the most recent one this week.
2: So the manga, it's a manga first. It's like a comic book first.
0: Yeah. So and so Shonen the Jump, the Shonen Jump magazine comes out weekly. The anime wow. comes out weekly, and it just
2: and it, it has for twenty seven years.
0: Well, the anime is I think twenty three or four, but yeah, the manga is twenty seven years.
1: I remember it's, it's, the it's expected <laughs> to
0: go like another five or so.
1: Yeah, I used wow. to read Shonen Jump as a kid, so that was my introduction to One Piece. I read it all the way up into, like the Usopp stuff. So mm-hmm. you know, I've been—I was familiar with it, but I remember being like a small child when this came out. No, it so cool. No, we were—we were kids. It okay. was 1999,
0: yeah. I think. Well, 19, no, no sorry, not sorry, 1997. Yeah,
1: 1997. Oh, all I like know, One I we started doing like like 5 dollar allowances and it was just one of those things i i would buy sometimes. That's wow. It. Like, it's like, just, it's just been, it been really out. jump. Cause Shonen jump had that had i remember it used to have um Dragon Ball Z of course. I really got Yu-Gi-Oh, it. Yu-Gi-Oh, um One Piece, uh, Ronnie, Ronnie Kitchen. Um, um and it was the what was the what was the one card with the cards, not Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh is- Okay, maybe I'm thinking something. Yeah. That, that, that
0: Shaman a, King, that was the other one. Shaman, on. Shaman king, king, my bad. Shaman, Shaman King was out.
1: I really, really like Shaman King, but all of those. That's a weird ass story, too. It, once, but it was just like Dragon Ball Z and One Piece were king, though. Like, mm-hmm. That was just that was just it. Um, but I don't know. So
0: I guess one thing I'm curious about too, like you know, from a a perspective of just thinking through, like. Is this some well, okay? So, we the show right now, so far is like it's broken a record for the I mean, amount of countries it's number one in, breaking like Wednesday record, the Wednesday record in Stranger Things, so it's doing pretty well. It probably will get a season two. I think the thing I'm curious about, uh, especially from Tim, I know you say it's like really cartoony, there's definitely a ton of things going on with it, but do you think this show, um, in any way, for you, like, because not that you would be like, oh, I'm gonna watch this whole show, but does this give you more confidence about the ability to be able to adapt shows like this manga, anime, things like that from the future? Because when we saw Cowboy Bebop, uh, I don't know that that wasn't great. Just as a show on its own, it wasn't great. Didn't really hold my attention. Um, One Piece definitely, I thought they did a better job of that. But do you think this probably gives you more confidence that Netflix and other Hollywood sort of um you know adaptations can be successful.
2: I'm like the worst judge, honestly. (laughs) I'm like truly the worst judge because it feels like manga, like part of the all right. First, I know like precious little about anime, like the only anime I've ever like really obsessively watched is Robotech.
0: Like oh, yeah, that's a good one though. It's good. It's really good. Really political. Yeah, you got a lot of stuff going
2: on. Super good, but even that is like so big, and like when somebody's scared, and it's like that,
0: <laughs>
2: and like one expression,
0: like oh, but wait really a minute, direct. hold on, now. just to be fair, Americans do the same thing. Oh sure, Not
2: but it's just <laughs> very direct. It's very like spell it out, and like almost like, almost like Kabuki in a way, you know, like very, mm. and I don't I still don't know if that plays in live action. I'm not saying it couldn't, but I just, I don't know. It seems like a hard thing to bring across.
0: You know what? Uh, I mean, I guess the only reason I don't feel like it's that hard to bring across is because we've seen comic book stories do it well.
1: Well, well, but that, was, see, I think because me and you, so me and Aaron literally been watching anime since we were babies. So I think we can yeah. be biased. But one thing that I do understand is that anime definitely isn't for everybody especially people. oh no not at all and the reason why is because there is especially when you think of like shonen like there is a certain thing that you have to certain things you accept like i said there's certain things i accept in anime but i would never accept in any other medium like what like over explaining stuff Hmm. in excess of screaming like <laughs> it's, it's like, it's well,
0: but, like, but, but so, the, but okay, but so, okay, but the, the idea here being at least the way this, I frame
1: the question was this show doesn't do that specifically. That, okay, that's <laughs> that's the point I was gonna so make, say. Yeah, that's the only I was it's, gonna get it. It really, it really um, brings down a lot of that energy. Now, it still kind of keeps true. Luffy's the people. one doing it. They, they let Luffy keep doing it, which I think is yeah, the yeah. right and way t- to do it. And to an extent, certain other characters do it, too, like by calling out the names of their special moves. Oh, but they, yeah, they got to keep that, though. I yeah. Mean. <laughs> I, yeah, but that's still kind of like, that's wacky as hell, though. You know what I mean? But mm. and it's it's something else about anime. Like, it's just it's just some stuff that's just, if, you, if you're into it, you're into it, and it works. And the same thing, so, like, let's take comic books, for example, right? You're you're either gonna make a comic book movie, and it feels more realistic and true to life, like let's say like Bat the Christopher Nolan's Batman, yeah. versus Frank Miller's Sin City, you yeah. know. So it's sometimes it's a stylistic choice, yeah. But Sin know? City was, and, I mean, but it, it was not, not it only was kind of it made, visually it was made, doing the thing; it was doing? made to be like a, a a living comic in a sense, right? Versus like. So I think in some terms, it's just the way that you try to go about the adaptation. What I think works Mm -hmm. a lot for One Piece is because, for one, One Piece has so much story behind it and so much character and so much color. And it it almost feels like something straight out of a a fairy tale book. So, like, Mm -hmm. if you're into, like, fantasy, like, because I don't know why, the whole time watching it, I was like, it was just, I kept thinking about Peter Pan for some
2: reason. Mm -hmm. yeah.
1: Like, it was something that was just familiar to me that was outside of the anime. And I think if you can find something like that with certain animes and you adapt them and you make it work in that way, then it then it does well. Just like Cowboy Bebop, for example, for all intents and purposes, it should be the best live-action adaptation because it already kind of had, like, American-type of influences in its storytelling and its visuals all of that, but I think they went the route of like tomfoolery <laughs> when they really shouldn't have. That makes sense, you know. Well, that but
0: see the the thing is weird about that, and I don't want to get I don't want to get too deep into Kyle Bebop, but like those characters aren't even the characters that we know from the show. Exactly. Like like they they actually it's one thing to like adapt something and like make changes to how things work story wise, not it, which is definitely what a lot of what One Piece is doing. But they like changed fundamentally how the characters work, or like they would put ca- like I'll never forget, like how they put Jet in like the most emasculating situations, and I couldn't like really figure out and understand why because I like they didn't serve the story, and they also changed how the character functions. So I don't know, this is just super hey, freaking whereas weird. Whereas
1: One Piece, another thing they did good was the casting, the casting was perfect. the casting's really. They
0: Emily funny. Rudd, I just never would have guessed, would have been like really into being a Nami, but she's really good at it. Um, she
1: got a really Nami that that uh <laughs> what somebody said she given that Jennifer Lawrence energy. Um <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Yeah. But but, but it was that. like it was like she she for one, probably one of the best things about the show. And then even like Arlong, I like the guy that played Arlong. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was good. And then um What's the weird ass, what's the pirate, the butler pirate? The oh, uh, Kuro. Man, when I tell you that much, when I tell you he scared the hell out of me as a kid, I remember when reading the box yeah, and cool. stuff, and that, that shit was creepy to me. And they they kind of got his creepiness. They did, way. I thought they did a good job. Like, you know. Um, who's the clown? Who's
0: uh, oh, the, uh, the guy playing Buggy. Oh, man. He, uh, and he's good. He, so what did you think of that? how buggy was done. Cause I can just say you in the manga and anime and it like he's not played up to be like a, a a joker sort of character. Like which I feel like what he was kind of inspired by for this role.
2: Yeah, it felt like it. I I liked him. I liked his weird his weird energy.
0: Yeah, and like, he's from to harm a kid. I was like, oh my goodness, like this isn't in the show.
2: Yeah, he's like jittery. I always like
0: jittery. Uh-huh. Yeah, he he so They they play a lot there's so much weird stuff going on with like the how the showrunner chose to do certain stuff because he's playing up to these theories people have about Buggy and Shanks. They were on the same crew, it's like all the stuff with that at some point. But um just like this whole idea of like what is really their relationship, like that's not quite answered yet. Like when Shanks sees Buggy, like he he like is friendly with him and then shanks talks shit to him but they knew each other when they were children right and so like i don't you know you kind of don't know exactly what their whole thing is but it was, it's like hearing the whole speech was like listen to a one-piece theorist talk Huh. i was like this is so interesting like they're doing a lot of like interesting takes on like what you know like certain parts of the fandom might think of the show Oh, excuse me. The show of like, like what these characters could mean at their core and who they are, um, and to see that character buggy even like be so into like because he I can say in in the um the town they're in he never enslaved the people he did go and destroy everything, really? but I was just like they've just taken it's like these darker elements in a way that I just because other pirates do this later but it's not him specifically not with the applause and all that crap in a circus but. Um, they just they just take it into darker areas where it wasn't dark at first, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, like, this kind of works still, but just not what I was expecting. But again, it, it, I think it brings you, you know, more into like an Americanized version of what the show could be like or would be like.
1: Yeah. And I think that yeah,
0: that's pretty cool though.
1: That's that's the best thing when you adapting something to to. If it can still keep its charm in its core you can change little things here and there mm-hmm. because because you don't want it to be beat for beat like that thing because then you would rather just go watch that thing you know mm-hmm. um that's just like the disney adaptations they literally take the stuff that's good about the 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 animated stuff and they Take it out for whatever reason, <laughs> or change it in the live-action versions, and that's wow. why most of them are trash. The only
0: I, one- I, I, I gotta watch The Little Mermaid. That one's uh, on Disney Plus. I'm curious to see how that one handles some of that stuff. I was kind of disappointed with The Lion King how some of those things were done because there's just so much charm in the faces of the, the animation of a lot of those things. But um, I guess that's the one thing about this show that's really cool. It's like they don't shy away, away from the wacky parts of it. Yeah, um, and they do want you to kind of embrace um, the things about the show that make it weird. Like, like they actually like they turn down the weird a little bit, actually a lot of bit in some mm. places. Um, and it I can say, definitely weirder. Dude, this there's so much stuff. Like, like down the road, people like. I mean, all right, if we really doing this, like, how are they gonna do this part? How are they gonna do this part? <laughs> and you know, the funny thing is, like, the first time I actually saw anything that I was like looking at on a regular basis that had trans people like several trans characters like just right in my face like was this and i was like huh. oh and like and it did it in like such a like a like i mean like they clearly were trans people but it, it, it didn't make it like weird it didn't and then when people were trying to make it weird, it like no we're just like you <laughs> like it's not a big deal and they're like oh i guess you're right you know like and it's i don't know like it was i wonder if you could even do that i know like you know people are more open to that kind of stuff here to degrees but like i just I really wonder like how much they push the boundaries of certain pieces of these things because one of the, the things that makes One Piece so transformative is it that it does really try to like just take different cultures and people in, in ways you hadn't thought about and like and make them like regular parts of like the story that you really already feel like you love it's like you're already here and they're gonna be here for a while so you either gonna leave or you're gonna take this journey with everybody else, you know, and and you know, get a different perspective. And that's one of the things about the show that's so great that, you know, if they continue to do it, I hope that they continue to lean into the weirdness, lean into the stuff that, you know, brought a lot of people from all over the world into it where all sorts of people could feel represented and presented and still, you know, um be able to you know all see that you know we can because the thing about one piece too and they haven't we're not at that part yet and after this it goes more than that after they do everything every time they like finish up being at a place they almost always have a festival and Hmm. they'll have with all these different people from all over the place whether in the sky island or some place that's always on fire or wherever hell they are like they always had these gigantic parties where these people who start out kind of curmudgeons and just can't trust nobody in this and that like they've found their way in the world they found their dream again or they found something else that they can share with the world that they had lost and to see these people who for 100 chapters you've seen just frowning and bitching about something to finally be able to just let a smirk out like Hmm. i don't know it's just really interesting how like they they you know find a way to take that pain people have had and like use these pirates who aren't heroes and let them kind of like coincidentally come and, and be present and, and you know help people get through whatever they were going through. So that's why a lot of people end up enjoying. It's one of the reasons I've been so into it. So I'm glad it's not trash. I my expectations were trash because we've had so many trash horrible experiences uh before it to reach enough audiences where people feel like it's, it's really doing something not just in america but all these other places like that's that's really encouraging and overall i feel like it was it was decent you know looking through the whole season
1: i'm just i'm just always amazed when my wife likes something especially <laughs> something like this to the point that she looked forward to watching it so i think that was anytime that there's a happy medium between me liking something and she liking something and it really did something like achieving something special and I think, yeah, I think they, you know, I think the numbers show that it's not just anime fans that's watching this. It's, it has to be other people that, in some type of way, felt drawn to the. Um,
0: I saw just, this really yeah. interesting antidote, speaking of which, where some dude who's like just like deep, deep in the YouTube lore, like, you know, uh, well, he's one, one piece lore, he is like a YouTube channel. He was saying he was helping some people move, and his grandfather happened to be around, and they were just sitting there chatting. And he said, "You know, uh, man, it's this is new show out. Like you got to check it out. He's I've been led into. It's called One Piece. He's I don't know if you ever heard of it before. And he says it's jaw drop. He's like, you got to be kidding me. Like wow. this is all I ever wanted, Granddad. <laughs> so, <laughs> let me take you to my YouTube.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so right, the, right.
0: it, it's right. resonating right. with some people. And I think that's really cool. I think this whole thing about dreams and, and pursuing them and all that like it does resonate. It, it's a it's a." it's something everybody can relate to that piece of a story you know
1: yeah people people like pirate stories it's it's the adventure part of it too it's the mm-hmm. cat. It's a lot.
0: they in the worlds the worlds are so fun like i really do hope they continue to do this stuff oh, cuz they, they go, they go
1: to, so to so many cool places you know yeah like, the world's great you know yeah, the world building is crazy in that show. But I was gonna say, man, I'm just so afraid of like what the next season will be like because it's some crazy stuff. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so cool. it's like at first I was gonna be like super expensive to pull off.
0: Dude, all these things will be hyper expensive passes. Like that was the, that was the other thing. That's Tim. If you ever noticed, like they kind of stay like oh, you didn't see a whole lot of it, but like typically like when you go from like place to place, like they kind of stay in, like one or two central locations. But you okay. kind of go out to. I don't know how they're gonna do that going forward. There's a lot of stuff that happens, passes, and you can skip certain little things probably and be fine. But they're combining things in interesting ways, so I'm just really excited to see how they choose to do this going forward. I would skip,
1: I would skip that Skype or shit. Like they mentioned it a little bit. I was they just, gonna, go.
0: you know, they're gonna go. The Sky P is a Sky Island area, but it, mm. yeah, that, that thing would be hella expensive to do. And the thing well, is, the the, the the main antagonist is a dude that's made of lightning, basically. So,
1: like, it, you know, know. like no, and and it's kind of like a, one of those story story arcs that it just feel like a like a side adventure that you know you, you ain't really got to see it. It's like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, you say that, but you ain't far enough to know better. See, the, the thing that's actually
0: really interesting on One Piece 2 that's so crazy, you'll go through some and be like, ah, that was just kind of like a thing. And then, like, 500 chapters later, you're like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> that was happening? And that, and that, oh, my goodness. You're going to end up realizing how important that was later in ways that's really weird. But, you know, we got to do all that now. In general, <laughs> it's an interesting show, um, and I think it's worth watching. You see, keep wouldn't even let me spoil a certain part for you, because it, it's <laughs> actually really, like, it, it's crazy. Um, like, it, that's one of the moments, like, when you're watching, like, animated stuff, you just end up, like, bawling, crying. And you're like, what in the hell <laughs> is going on? But, um, and then to see, like, the relationship those two people have and why that character feels like he can't leave him. Like, it's it's so, yeah, it's just a lot going on. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What? Uh, that's probably anything, anything else we got to say to wrap up One Piece. Maybe we probably gotten through a bunch of it.
1: Oh, one other thing that I like. Um, this is this just. I might sound. I, I might be about to fall asleep. But I like. But uh. <laughs> I like how the female characters are depicted on here a like, lot. Like, yeah, you know, like, say a little more. Say um, a little more. Man, cause the thing about anime, man, they oversexualize the hell out of women. I mean, this is true, and 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 sometimes they kind of, they don't. I don't feel like they operate well as much as as like as being like even fighters in certain cases. Some characters mm-hmm. like Nami to me is utilizing the anime a whole lot more than I've seen her in the in the few episodes I've seen of the show. Right, mm-hmm. like. And and I appreciate that. You know, like we see Nami fight a little bit in the anime, but I like to see a Nami that can hold her own and that is still like you look at the character and you could be like, Oh, she's she's hot or she's Yeah, same- episode one, she's doing a bow staff, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? You can still think that the character's attractive or whatever, but it's not like, you know, sometimes these anime artists, how they like, you know, how they draw these Draw women and stuff with the huge boobs and stuff like that, in the real, you know. I mean, there's this, he, this still One Piece now. One Piece does do this, but a, <laughs> a lot of action, they don't, they don't go try to go overboard and like that. And I don't know. I, I, I think that's something else that I appreciate about the live action version. You know, if that makes sense. Just, 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 you know, it, it doesn't have to be all in your face like that. You know? I'm gonna say if if Tim
0: does take your advice and try to go and power through a little more One Piece. And in, because in, the thing, the first two episodes are fine. I think it does get better past that. But um, that character Robin, who's like this um, Nico Robin, she, yeah, Nico Robin. She is like this person who knows this secret language of like this ancient void century, and nobody knows nothing about that. She's such an interesting character. Um, and and I mean, like, dude, when I say the first time I saw like her kind of pinnacle moment as a character. God, I was balling my eyes out, like mm. I, like you like not even trying to like you just you just sitting there like you leaning forward like oh my oh my goodness like this is actually happening and, and everybody's just lose their mind. That's like the moment where you kind of know like if you really gonna be into One Piece or not. Like when you ever the, watch the
2: the anime or to watch the rest of the live action? That's the anime
0: you' talking about. I'm talking about the anime but, right so now. So is yeah, it no, to go back so, and watch the anime. But no, no, but, but no. So the live action, man. Like there's actually a thing with Nami, and I'm so glad they got to it here. Like I think like, that's definitely a really good draw, like, understanding her character. And I don't want to ruin anything about it, because they don't really hand it that much at the beginning, but, like, Nam is a really... I mean, obviously, she's a pivotal character, but um, there there are things happening you probably might have picked up on yet, but, like, you go back and look, oh, yeah, I guess that was happening. This was happening. Mm. And there's some really pivotal things that come up with her character where it looks like one thing, and it is that thing, but not the way it seemed exactly. And, um... It kind of all come to a head and she needs um Luffy in the game to, to come and, and give her some help. And so um I don't know, just the way it's done, they did it pretty good, like how they did in the anime. But that, that was one of those moments like, damn, like oof, you hate it for.
1: Tim, Tim, if I was you, my suggestion is to finish if you're interested to finish the live action. And if you ever want more, then watch the anime. Because my-, my mindset is that if you don't really care for the live action, it's gonna Probably not going to really occur for the anime. <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's kinda... But but
0: if you think of the live action is interesting, you might. I mean, like, because that's the thing, man. You can watch this stuff whenever you want to. It ain't like you got to plow through everything. What happens with a lot of people this is like a lot of shows that you end up binging. Like, you would not end up going, oh, crap. And you just kind of like, go, 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 go. But it's kind of hard to do it with a thousand some episodes. So I think. they all 30 minutes long? Um, They're more
1: like 20 minutes. I, so I, 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 like, I usually watch them on the treadmill. Yeah, that's like so minutes. much.
2: Wow, that's amazing. That's amazing. It, it, it's so wow. detailed.
0: There's so much going on in it, and, wow. and the thing is, honestly, for most people, I would say, if you're if you're watching live action, this is your first interaction, with it, and you don't normally do this sort of content. Like, just wait for the new live action seasons to come out and, and, and engage with it that way. And and if you get so into it that you're like, I want more, then you know, do more. But like, I would just stick to live action for now. I mean, because it's a huge commitment if you're not used to doing the kind of content, and you know frankly the the other you know uh mediums are deeper into the goofiness and all that i don't think that's a bad thing but it, it, it the tone is a, it's a little more turned up
1: hmm. you know yeah. first um, I, yeah when i saw zorro fight a giraffe man <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's still gonna happen you know yeah, that's <laughs> what i'm mean into it's just it's some weird shit but i mean um like I said, sometimes, some I, I always like to watch it while I'm, like, cooking. Because, <laughs> you know, like, I, some I, of the I gags... I watch it while I'm doing stuff a lot. Like, I wonder if they're going to keep all the gags. Well, obviously,
0: they're going to keep all of them. The, the thing I hate, like, they keep some gags, which are, are great. But there's this one, and in, in if, if they get this part the Netflix thing, that'd be hilarious. But I wonder to keep, for example, you know, like, there's a part in Water 7 where Luffy and Zero get beat up, and they get, get their ass whooped, and, and everything's starting to flood. And then Luffy was like, hey, Zoro, where have you been? And then Chopper's like, oh yeah, he was stuck in the chimney. And then Zoro looks at Chopper and he starts choking. Him. <laughs> <laughs> like he was like, why would you tell him I got lost and stuck in the chimney?
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to play
0: cool. He was like, where would you go? He's like, uh, no, but but it's kind of it an anyway.
1: ongoing thing too. Like something has to happen to Zoro to kind of explain why Luffy doesn't have backup in certain situations. I know mm-hmm. that's happened a few times.
0: Zoro be getting lost all the damn time, like that. Man, it's well, he, like
1: it's because like the conflict with Luffy and Zoro together usually can get shut down pretty easily.
0: Yeah, it, well, yeah, it's it's you got to split so them up. so got you know, yeah. you got to let some story happen, and then right. Luffy gonna show up and stuff. Like that. But For no, but in this down case, down. it was they weren't strong enough anyway to deal with the thing going on, and then they, and they end up just getting their ass whoop. And then he was like, "Well, what happened?" He's, like, "Oh man, nothing." Niche. i was i know he was stuck in the chimney after getting his ass uh, was like, <laughs> i was trying to play it cool um but but stuff like that probably won't be in live action but it's like that kind of stuff like there's way more gags and like way more like really hyper silly things going on in it they keep some of that but it's it's just turned up to like 11 when you're watching
1: the yeah, thing, uh, uh, and I, and i'm i'm not gonna keep Harping on this, so we we can close off. So I do think too that the crew gets a little bit goofier. Also, as 100. And and I personally don't like some of. I I, I like the original crew members, like the the yes. the Sanji, the Zoro, Nami, Usopp, Luffy. You know, I, once all these other people kind of start coming, I don't really care for them, honestly. <laughs> but. Once again, I'm on episode 320 something. Like I like Nico Robbins.
0: I would say they, they just like Keith. You saying that these people just got there. Now, listen, anybody who's listening to this who, who's hearing where Keith is in the story and he's saying that they literally just got there. So I they're I don't, they're growing them.
1: I don't, I don't like Chopper though, neither man. I just never like that. Character. Oh, well, a lot of people don't like Chopper. They they yeah. feel like he a mascot, but
0: that's a whole other thing too.
1: He Chopper like, has some stuff going on later. He like if baby yoga was like extremely annoying <laughs> like you, you know what i'm saying like you took the cuteness like away and just was like annoyed mom every time he's on on screen like that's that character but anyway we can go ahead and start wrapping up okay. oh and and one one other quick thing Tim, you might have heard. See,
0: I know you're reluctant, but I just want to point out the fact that Jamie Lee Curtis has been openly, even before the Netflix series starts, she's been openly telling people, hey, when y'all do a live action, I want to be Dr. Correa. She, so oh. season two, she should show up if they're going to bring her in, because that's what what that character is. Sure so they in. will. Jamie Lee Curtis will like, look, I want this role now. Uh, I think if she wants it, she gets it. She's been asking for so I hope they've been paying <laughs> attention, man. Like, we need some Jamie Lee Curtis in this joint. Let's do it. That's awesome. Yeah, man. She knows what's up. And she also loves Street Fighter. She plays in Street Fighter terms. I love Jamie Lee Curtis outside of movies, too. She's hilarious. Me, too. Uh, and all the stuff I'm into. Uh, <laughs> anyway. um, if y'all enjoyed the episode so far, go watch One Piece. But also come back and listen to us as we bring in things every week. Um I'm gonna ask Keith again. Where can you find us on the socials? And um, on Instagram at the Low Key Pod. That's, that guy's sleepy. All right, Tim. Uh, anything to plug coming up? No, Movie Maker.
2: No. Um. No, going on vacation for two weeks. Be <laughs> gone.
0: Do it, man. We all need it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do it for me, man. I, I, I need it too. <laughs> well, we appreciate y'all. There's a lot of awesome con- content coming up. So whatever we end up looking at, I'm sure it's going to be fire. So it, we're going to have content t- as, as long as things keep going until, until they run out of stuff for right now. <laughs> a lot
2: of good stuff in October. So,
0: yeah, I can't wait, man. It's actually going to be a really excellent month. So, all right, we'll see y'all on the next one. Peace. Yeah.